Uh, I'm drinking water. <laughs> Pussies. That boy, Dan. <laughs> I would if I didn't stay up till one o'clock drinking bourbon last night. Oh, same. And I've got <laughs> a uh, big bourbon party tonight, too. Nice. Don't worry. Everyone always knows I'm the champion of this podcast, anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm hungover. I'm Dan. <laughs> and I am also hungover, Jake. <laughs> Raise your glass to hangovers, boys. Let's go. Cheers. How's oh, that? Is Cheers. that a Yeti and a coffee mug? <laughs> um, today we are uh, going to play a game. Um, not like Saw, unfortunately. Um, but uh, Dan uh, heard about this game from. Uh, the master distiller whiskey acres rob uh so go ahead and explain it dan then we can just yeah, jump i guess in. it's not really a game but more of a thought experience thought experiment so a while ago rob was at event and at event uh with the guys from found north and a few other distilleries and that night when they were out drinking they came up with this idea of the world is going to end or all the distilleries in the world are going to be closed down tomorrow except for the six that you choose since they were all distillers, they couldn't choose their own distillery. So basically, that led to the thought and discussion of what six distilleries would you save in the world if you could save only six and the rest were going to be bye-bye forever. Hmm. So he asked that to me at work and it took, I had a couple that came to mind right away, uh, but it was harder than I thought. So I think today, with you guys being hungover, that way you don't need to drink that much, um, or at all, uh, weak, weak people. Um, <laughs> what's, we, we'll go through the six that we would save, some of the reasons why we would save them, and then we will put our collective little brain power together to come up with our six Bourbon Matters saved distilleries lists. So right. that and, will be our thought to, experiment today. So I've got a couple clarifying questions. One, it is worldwide. Worldwide stories. That. Spoiler alert, none of mine are from outside of America because <laughs> fuck other countries. This is America. You would, Dan. <laughs> We're called Bourbon Matters. I'm wearing a Bourbon Matters t-shirt. This is America, folks. Um, and my other question is, are, when we say distillery, are we talking about they have to make the alcohol. They have to be distilling it. Okay. So, mm. so, no, so, so no no blenders because if they're just blending other people's whiskey and that distillery is not around anymore, they have no so jobs So barrel craft was on my list. Can I not use barrel craft? You cannot use barrel craft. They do not distill. Wow. That would um, have been... I mean, technically they're a distillery. They have a DSP number. Do they? Do they make their own alcohol? Do they make their own um, juice for their whiskey? As of now, they don't, but I don't hmm. know. Who knows? That could be tough for them to make whiskey if or be <laughs> one of the six distilleries left if they can't make any alcohol. That, now well, you do a I hell mean, of a job that. blending it. You, they do a hell of a job <laughs> blending it, but if they if no one's making it for them, then it's going to be tough. 
But see, I thought they were a perfect candidate because they have uh, obviously high proof, which is what we like, and you'll get plenty of different finishes um, to be able to, you know, widen up the options that we're going to have if we're only drinking from six distilleries. Well, you can but do I guess that, I can but you can only take them four. Out. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't leave it to just four. Yeah. And um, where did these then, rules come from, Dan? Uh, the, these were from the guys from Found North. Because okay. when we talk about distilleries at work, they are people that make alcohol. All right. So I'll switch them out for a true curveball. Mm. Um, and my only other question is, how do you want to treat conglomerates? I.e., like, like, are you talking like Diageo and stuff like that? or Yeah. Or like they're, they're more, more single... closely like... Um, more like beam suntory. Uh, so like you would, I would think you would just pick location. like Jim Beam. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. It's not like all the everything they own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those all would right, be the since rules. Dan is so confident in his list, why don't I'm you not start? confident. It's just, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't care that much for other whiskey outside of America. The Whistle Pig is also not on my list. Shocker. I know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is there any rye distilleries on your list? You I mean, just there's people that bourbon make rye. for the rest there's of your people life. That make rye on here easily. All right, go ahead. So let's, let's hear what you got. A couple of them. I'll give a little description of the reason why I have some of these on here. The one I had at the top of the list would be Jim Beam, um, which we just kind of talked about. I like the, their product line from top to bottom. Um, meh, I can't say top to bottom, not a big Jim Beam fan. Uh, of just your normal $20 bottle of Jim Beam. But uh, every product serves a purpose. That's right. Uh, in college, Jim Beam is what got me drunk a lot. So it did serve its purpose <laughs> back in the day. Um, I then have Maker's Mark as more of a sentimental reason because Maker's Mark is the reason that I got into whiskey. Um, I feel that th if. <laughs> I was trying to have a little bit of variation and I realized I went with all American distilleries, so I don't have much variation. But mm. The reason I picked makers is uh, I'm a huge wheat fan and I know that they make a damn good weeded whiskey and I want to make sure that good weeded whiskeys move on. Mm -hmm. I then had uh, Buffalo Trace. Don't need to spend a ton of time on that. I also enjoy the history of Buffalo Trace. They've been around forever. Why would I want to kill one of the oldest distilleries in America? Cheater. <laughs> Excuse me. Cheater? <laughs> or tater. I thought I said cheater. I'm like, how is Buffalo? It's not breaking any of my rules. Um, another distillery I picked, they're large. They make really good product lines. And I don't know if I could live without Mellow Corn. So I'm going to have Heaven Hill on my list. Uh, I next went with someone that we've talked about a lot. I really love their product line. Um, and it's a master distiller we'd want to keep around. So I went with old elk just mm -hmm. that way we keep Greg Metzg with a job. And then finally, um, just because I know their product line better than another distillery, I almost put on my list people are, I'm sure I'm going to get some hate for this. But I have MGP on my on my list of top five, just because if there's only six distilleries in the world, someone's going to need to make a shit ton of whiskey, um, and they they can make a shit ton of whiskey. 
Whoa. I thought about going with some scotch in Irish distilleries, but I don't like any of them enough to put on the list over the ones that I picked for what I want to drink for the rest of my life. So I mm-hmm. kicked all those people off. We are pretty similar. We share a few. My list and your yeah, list. I, I figured I'm more about the ones that you don't that you don't share with me because I'm going to tell you how you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't know. It's it's not a very diverse list. I get that. Uh, I'm not a very diverse drinker. Um, no, you're not. So I, I like the things that I like, and I stick to them. I'm uh, the crotchety old man syndrome. I understand it. I'm going to mm-hmm. lean into that. But that's what I went with. And you guys are your lists are not going to be correct. Uh, no, this is an opinionated <sighs> game. <laughs> no, there's winners and losers and everything. Um, <laughs> I, I'll I'll share my list just because it's kind of piggybacking a bit off of Dan's. We I think three or four of them are the same. But um, my first thing that I put down and the first thing that came to mind was also Jim Beam. Um, how can you not? It's like classic Kentucky bourbon, massive distillery, lots of uh, whiskey being produced, um, and all the different craft brands inside the Jim Beam portfolio, Old Granddad, Knob Creek, Bakers, Bookers. Um, there's plenty of variety there in uh, in order to keep me busy. Um, and then uh, Buffalo Trace, also on the list. Um, Peter. <laughs> kind of... Sorry, Jake did to me. Kind of more for a sentimental reason as well. That was the first <laughs> distillery that I went down and visited in Kentucky. Um I will never forget that weekend driving down with my dad and my brother, uh, not really knowing anything on what to expect because I'd never been down to Kentucky. Um, but our first stop was Buffalo Trace. We picked a barrel there and I don't, I'll never forget that experience. And obviously they make a wide portfolio of great bourbon. Um, the next one, uh, I guess I'll, I'll say MGP as well. Um, so those are the three that we had similar. Um, I also agree they produce a lot of whiskey and they also produce a lot of really good rye whiskey, which I don't really have a dominant rye, um, producer on my list. Um, so I'd have to say MGP for all the different mash bills and, uh, I guess just for volume and quality, um, they'd make my list. Now here's where it gets a little different. Um, Bardstown Bourbon Company, new distillery, um, pretty much made my list because uh, because of the technology that they have and the ability to press a couple buttons and flip from 50 different mash bills, 100 different mash bills, um, and just pr- produce a lot of wide, wide range of variety. What do you think about that one, Dan? What do I think about that one? Yeah. That said you're, <laughs> I, I got a nod from Jake, so I think he he kind of agrees with that one. Yeah, I was I was actually thinking about uh, putting Bardstown on my list. Um, the only reason I didn't is because I was not overwhelmed with either of the bourbons in the origin series. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the rye, um, but yeah, the two bourbons in the origin series did not live up to what I thought they were going to be. Yeah, I actually enjoyed the, um, and that's actually their distillery. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the uh, origins. I mean, they didn't blow me away, but I think it's it's a good start and kind of shows they're headed in the right direction. 
Um, but then also, mm -hmm. obviously, I don't know if they'll be able to source and do like the discovery series. If there's only six distilleries, it might get a little boring, but also kind of interesting to see what they do with that. Um, so I think that would be kind mm -hmm. of cool. Um, so then my fifth one, uh, which this is probably a huge curveball. Well, my next two are probably big curveballs. Um, but uh, Starlight is going to replace Barrelcraft. Okay. And I mainly pick Starlight because because um, of all their unique finishes. I think uh, they'd be able to keep it interesting. Um, they do a lot of a lot of weird finishes: rum finish, uh, cigar finish with the amberana, um, port sherry. I mean, I could go on and on and on about how many different finishes they do. And they also kind of operate like mm -hmm. a small craft distillery. They're very hands-on with everything. Um, and most of my other distilleries are obviously big, larger distilleries. So I, I want to throw some, someone a little smaller in there, but also has the volume to kind of produce, um, you know, many different things to, to keep it interesting. And uh, mm -hmm. if you know me, you know, this really isn't too big of a curveball, but uh, Ardbeg is going to make the list because um, I do crave some peaty, smoky scotch every once in a while and Ardbeg does do quite a bit of uh different unique uh finishes and releases as well um and that would be enough to crave my peat or fix my peat craving uh whenever that comes about so i was trying to put on a smaller craft distillery that um instead of having all the big guys on there so I do like having seen Starlight on the list. I will fight tooth and nail over Bardstown as a no. Uh, <laughs> one, I don't like the stuff that they're producing. Um, <coughs> two, I'm not a big fan of some of the people that have investments in the company. <laughs> That's just a personal vendetta. And three, I, I laughed when you said that, like, so the one thing with Bardstown that I will say, and I will still say that that's the favorite, my favorite distillery we went to in terms of this, how the distillery works. When we talked the other episode about investment in whiskey, you were talking about how oh, everything was so much greater when you had to run up and change this valve and then run down the stairs and change this valve. Yeah. And now you're putting a company on here that presses a button I, to make a match. I know it's a little contradicting. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that that point was just kind of to show that, yeah, they don't make it like they used to. Um, but I, you know, I, that was part of the thing that drew me to them for this because they they distill for so many different brands. So keeping Bardstown Bourbon Company alive is keeping 50 to 100 and probably more brands <clears> alive. <throat> um, and I, I yeah. want to... It's almost like another MGP. Yeah, I want to drink uh, a variety of whiskey. I don't want to be stuck to 50 whiskeys if we just have six of the big main distilleries that are just producing their stuff. Um, but I thought, I thought Bardstown Bourbon Company was a great fit just for how many brands they're keeping alive by doing this. And I will also say honorable mentions, uh, Maker's Mark. Um, the only reason why I probably didn't pick them, it's one of my favorite distilleries to visit. I love their products. I love all the wood finishing series. Um, but I just think it lacks a little bit of variety if I'm only going to have six distilleries. Um, even though you can get pretty pretty interesting stuff out of the different combinations with their uh, barrel pick 
program, which is probably why they are uh, very close to making my list. And my other one would be Castle and Key, um, mainly just for how beautiful the grounds are and because they produce some really good gin and vodka and liqueurs um, that will also add to the variety. Um, I think that's like the only thing I'm lacking on my list is uh, some other spirits, even though I know Buffalo Trace. Uh, you got vodka. You got vodka. Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo Traces, vodka. Um, I'm sure, I don't know, Starlight probably produces, I know they produce like a bunch of brandies and they probably produce um, some kind of gin. Maybe that they just sell at the gift shop. I don't know. Or MGP can probably do that for me. Yeah, I'll still fight on Bardstown because, again, we have MGP. You had MGP on your list, so you already have a big mass producer, so you don't really need two big mass producers. I'll let Variety, Dan. Like, Variety. When we, get, when we get down to the nitty-gritty, when we're trying to put our six together, if Bardstown is – if I need to vote for Bardstown to get it on the list to make the final six, I'll only do that if you introduce yourself every episode saying, I'm Jake and I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll vote for it. And then I'll Dan, that is that's, all, that's, that's all totally take. wrong. That's totally wrong. <laughs> I've I've got good reasons for both both ways here. I'm actually more for Bardstown now that I know you're that much against it. <laughs> My favorite thing about Bardstown is like when when Jake and me first start when Jake R and me started first getting into to whiskey, we were buying some of the Bardstown stuff, and then. You find out uh, one of the people that has money in the company that me and me and Jake both don't like. And he's like, "Oh fuck that! I'm never buying Bardstown again." <laughs> and then every month he has a new Bardstown bottle on his shelf. I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. We can put all that when when I was making this list. I didn't no politics. Like I put all that aside and just focused on that. Oh, I put everything. Yeah, in I know thought. you did. I put everything. <laughs> I, I was. I wanted to do some historical stuff. I want to do some craft stuff. And then at the end of the day, I said, no, I'm just going to go with the big boys that, that make a lot of whiskey that mm -hmm. I like. Mm -hmm. So, but you're wrong on Bardstown. The other ones I can see, I'm, I'm, I highlighted Bardstown in red. All right. Well, <laughs> hold your questions till the end because I've got some that you're going to be upset about, I think. I think you put uh, too so much number one, thought into this, but let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> number one, Heaven Hill. Um, they make some of my favorite whiskey. Um, I think everybody agrees that they're a great distillery and they have volume capability. Uh, number two beam. Uh, we already talked that to death. You know, they, they've got all kinds of variety. Uh, number three, castle and key. Um, I believe that their rye is like top notch elite status. And I think their whiskey will be getting there in the next few years. Um, so I'm, or their, sorry, their bourbon will be getting there in the next few years. Um, so I, keeping them around, I think is, is worth a, a spot on the list. Um, I'm going to come back to number four because it's going to, I think, give Dan a heart attack. But <laughs> it's Bardstown <laughs> Bourbon Company, uh, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, if you had Bardstown Bourbon <laughs> Company on your list, then we're going to have to have the introduction of each episode of, hi, welcome to Never Matters. I'm Jake. I'm a hypocrite. I'm Dan. I'm Jake. I'm also a hypocrite. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so my number five is Hard Truth, Ooh. specifically for their rye. 
the sweet mash rye is like my all-time favorite it's so good and we haven't even seen Um, what they're capable of yet right and then uh number six i originally had old elk um i actually had mgp and old elk that i subbed hard truth and i decided to put in middleton uh only because they're like the irish version of mgp um and i like my irish whiskey Hmm. um so looping back to number four uh i want jack daniels on the list (laughs) that is uh i actually approve of that um and i'm surprised i didn't think of that although i don't think it would make my list yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not upset about that at all. I we've talked about it a lot. I really like their bonded. I don't like a lot mm-hmm. of their other products. Uh, when I was going through, they were a name that popped up right off the bat. When I was trying to think of old historic distilleries, I want to see live on. Um, so I, I, I'm not having a heart attack about that. I mean, it's not Bardstown Bourbon Company, which is <laughs> should never be survive any apocalypse style thing um which by the way this is the exact opposite of what he was saying while we were there he was like wow this place is so cool i I, I, to this day said it was my favorite (laughs) distillery that we went i know and i'm just so it can't be that far off the list if it's your favorite distillery that you went to did you eat there their food is amazing no no see if you ate there you would approve we went to talbots instead Went yeah. to a historic place to eat. Uh, no, I, and I'm sure I'd love their food. I have nothing wrong with with the experience of going to Bardstown. I think it's a great experience. And it's, for me, it stuck out the most from our trip because we went to six distilleries and five of them were about the exact same. Uh, and Bardstown was not even close to the same. But I can, I, I can tour there and not like their products or not want them to survive an apocalypse style <laughs> setting where I vote for them to live or die. <laughs> all right so dan's taking the cutthroat approach on this decision oh yeah making. yeah no it's <laughs> it's i like if this actually happened and we got to pick be the six people that picked i would totally ari gold paintball style walk into distilleries like an entourage <laughs> and just blast people with a paintball you're fired, you're fired. that's how i that's, i just walked that's what i do to bardstown you'd personally launch the nukes yeah yeah no, i'd press that button in a heartbeat but all right, no, I don't, so, I, it's not that I hate, hate, hate Bardstown. I just don't, I, I, I don't think, especially when we're talking about MGPs and stuff like that going on. Um, I, I just didn't see a need for them. Yeah. Variety, Dan, right, more so variety, let's more brands. Go create your own <laughs> bourbon at well, you only Bardstown have Bourbon Company. Dan's <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> So, right, so easy, uh, easy all to three look. of us have beam, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim <clears> beam definitely makes the cut there. Um, yeah. Jim beam is in because all three of us had Jim beam where we overlapped. Two <clears> of us had Buffalo trace. Two of us had MGP. Two of us had heaven Hill. Yeah. I think we got to do MGP and Heaven Hill. I mean, Heaven Hill would probably be like an honorable yeah. mention for me. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, I think M- MGP's. Heaven Hill would be an honorable mention for you that didn't make your honorable mention list. Yes. It was in my, th- 
Yes, it was in my thoughts when I was putting this list together. I just love the fact that you guys are a little cloudy this morning and I'm drinking whiskey and just get to shit all over you guys. You're not, though. (laughs) How much whiskey have you been drinking? (laughs) Just this. It's going to be a tough day today, I have a feeling. Isn't that an MGP product? (laughs) This is an MGP product. That's why I picked it. Well, uh, we keep saying MGP. I got to eventually convince myself to say Ross and Squibb. But uh, no, you that's don't. probably never going to happen. Yeah, no. Uh, for, so... <laughs> forever be MGP. It's like the Sears Tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, recap. We've got Beam, MGP, and Heaven Hill. Right. We've got three more slots to fill. The only other one that had multiple picks was Buffalo Trace. Um, but I'm, I'm not saying we have to have that on the list. I'm just going to say that's the only one we had doubles on. Um. I'd, I'd be willing to vote for Buffalo Trace if we can get Castle and Key or Jack. Hmm. I The one thing I would like to see on here is a craft distillery make it. So the craft distillers we have are Starlight, Hard's Truth, and I don't think Castle and Key would technically be. Uh, I can throw Castle and Key on that list. I... If I was looking between Starlight and Hard Truth, I'd probably go. I'd go Starlight. Um, I do love Hard Truth's rye. I wasn't huge on their bourbon. Um, Hard Truth, we just don't really know yet because everything they've put out, besides those thirty-five barrels they distilled in Kentucky, everything's been two or three years old, and it's tasted great. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But we just, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've even tasted any of their bourbon before that they've distilled. Um, cause they did a lot of yeah. sourcing with, uh, Dickel and oh, MGP. That's right. it was sourced. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't like hard truth is a great one to have on the list, but, uh, I wouldn't be confident just having six distilleries knowing that I've only tasted two or three year old product from them. Yeah. And I would probably go with castle and key or starlight and, I don't know. It's tough because obviously Castle and Key, we all love. It's one of the most beautiful distilleries. We all love their rye. Um, we all love their gin. Um, but I don't. We don't have anything on the list that does a lot of different finishes. And mm-hmm. I think we'd want yeah, true. we'd want to have the option of drinking something that's finished once in a while. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm good with Starlight. Yeah, I was probably leaning towards Starlight as well. Um, I, my my biggest problem is I don't like Castle and Keys bourbon that much right now. Um, so I will go with Starlight on the list. So we're up to four. Yep. We have two more slots. The I, ones I the ones that Jack. I have that aren't picked. Wait, did we? Are, so what do we have? We have Beam. We have Starlight. We have MGP, we have Beam, and we have and Heaven Heaven Hill. Mm-hmm. So the ones that I'm still are on my list. I was gonna say Go I'm ahead. still voting Buffalo Trace for the fifth one. I just think there's too much history there, and uh, it's just such a wide variety of products with only having three mash bills. They're just a great example of classic bourbon on where you store the barrel in the rickhouse is what it's going to turn into. Um, and I just think that's super cool. But the the sticking point we're at now is Jake said if we had Buffalo Trace, we'd have to have Castle and 
Key or Jack Daniels on the list, and we just wiped Castle and Key off. And I don't know if I want Zach Daniels on that final list. <laughs> I'd be good with Jack. You gotta represent Tennessee. What, what else would the? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so so the ones that aren't on the list right now for the ones if we. <laughs> Let's not put Buffalo Trace on there mm-hmm. quite yet, because I have the three that I have that aren't on the list right now are Buffalo, Maker's Mark, and Old Elk. Jake, you have Buffalo Trace, Ard Big, and I disqualified Bardstown. I think Bardstown should um, make the list. My game, my rules. Uh, and then Jake, come on, Jake, stick with me here, just so we can shut the Dan ones up. We've, the ones we've. <laughs> <laughs> You, if you make a life-changing decision just to spite me, you've already lost. <laughs> I mean, uh... I am not a person worth spiting. Like I'm too big of an idiot to, for you to like spite the rest of the world just because. I know me. Jake would be. I know uh, Jake would be down to do it. I, mean, oh, yeah. I know, but then you have to live with your consequences. Hey, I'm good with that. Um, when when old JB's ruler of the put, free world. Put that aside. <laughs> just focus on the whiskey. <laughs> no, because it's part of the distillery. I will not. Um, Jake, the ones we haven't kicked off from yours are Jack Daniels and Middleton. Um, yeah. Um, I do. I do think it would be important to have an overseas distillery on here. Um. Now, our big would destroy the rest of the peat in the world. So, I mean, it depends on if you like peat or not. Eventually, they're going to destroy it all. Um, I mean, that's that's just kind of like a personal thing. If you guys don't like right. peat, I know. I mean, Jake, you're not really a huge fan, right? <coughs> I mean, I, I don't mind uh-huh. it, um, but I could go the rest of my life without yeah. it. Yeah, because that was just more of like what? a personal so one... thing. I just crave some peat once in a while. Mm-hmm. The one scotch distillery i thought about for a while uh before i realized i don't like scotch that much was and people are going to probably again hate me for saying this mckellen is if you want to go with someone that's been doing it forever um you'd have mckellen or god forbid johnny walker they don't Ooh. they don't distill no johnny though, walker right? they're a blending house that's right um mckellen i thought about real quick and shut him down real quick um it <laughs> It, they would be on there just because they are kind of like the king of scotch. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's really it. I mean, there's plenty of better tasting scotches that are a lot cheaper. Um, and I don't know. It's just. So just by saying that, you're basically ruling out Jack Daniels. <laughs> Why is that? Why? On, on your theory of kind of the originators, the big name, but. Not necessarily a big fan of the product. That's very similar yeah, to Jack Daniels. Yeah, but Jack I'm a, is affordable and good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, they're, if you get a barrel-proof single barrel from Jack, that will compete with any Stag yeah. Junior release. Um, the Bonded is great. The Triple Mash I really enjoy. Um, mm. You don't like rye, Dan. It's probably it's I, probably too complex for your palate. It blends single malt rye and bourbon. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. There's that's too the much. Model. There's what too much going on. <laughs> Definitely what it is. Um, I'm not drinking a high rye bourbon right now. <laughs> the Jack Daniel's rye is pretty damn good too. Oh yeah, I mean we just for the first time experienced their barrel proof rye. The world experienced that for the first time a year or two ago, and it's looked at as like one of the best ryes out there. Yeah. 
if you wanted to go Petey, I'm trying. I'm trying to accommodate you, Jake, since you just came up with that awful Bard's. Well, idea. I was thinking. I'm trying to be more accommodating in other ways. I was thinking Bard's tongue can probably make a peated mash. Yeah, and it probably tastes <laughs> like shit. Um, I was one that I thought of just because when I was trying to think of Scotch and Irish distilleries, one that I liked that was peaty. They're not old. They don't have a lot of history. Would be Torvik. Ah, uh, they. I thought about them. Mm-hmm. And that would be that'd be considered more of a craft distillery from overseas. I um, I'd vote to put them on the list. If we did this podcast two weeks from now, when I get back from Torbeg, I guarantee they'd probably be on my list. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought about them briefly and didn't only because they're so young. We haven't tasted much from them yet. Um, we don't really know mm-hmm. where they're going to be six years from now. And the more I think about it, I actually think I can get by without a peated scotch, um, even though okay. obviously I'd be fine with it because uh, American single malts taking off. Jim Beam already has an American single malt released. Buffalo Trace is experimenting with peated malt. Um, mm-hmm. So it's only a matter of time before one of these distilleries produces something peated that can get me by. All right, so they don't need to worry about Pete. So I'm going to cross Ardbeg off the list. Middle, so Middleton's then, not a bad idea because they are a huge distillery and they're, they kind of are like an MGP of Irish whiskey. I'm just not a huge fan of Irish whiskey. Same. It's funny too because I've gone from not liking scotch that much and liking Irish better to liking Speyside mm. scotch. And not liking Irish nearly as much as space. I mean, I like Irish whiskey. I enjoy it. I just, I definitely could go without it. It's not something that I need in my portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if we don't need a global representative on this well, list. I don't know. I'm Maybe we should challenge ourselves a little bit more to try and think of something. Yeah, I was say, we know some listeners are going to be upset if we have all American distilleries. Yeah. I, the only other one I was thinking of as a as a foreign representative was Filey Bay because I mm. was really impressed by them. Um, really, that'd be the same as Torbig though, of still a newer thing. Yeah, but um, Filey yeah. Bay had more options to to taste from that they distilled, yeah. and I thought every single one that they put out was really good. But still, I I don't know. I just don't think they're like big enough to. All right, we're just gonna. And uh, I don't know. I mean, they are a farm distillery too, and we don't have um, yeah. we don't have a farm distillery on here. Yeah, Dan, um, would you? What's going to end up happening is Dan is just going to negotiate whiskey acres until I was. That's what I was going to ask no, him. No. Like, what does he feel about that? No, no the, the rule that they <laughs> no, I know you couldn't save your but, own. But would you so. would you think about them if that wasn't the rule? I don't. Man, as much as I love working there and as much as I love what we're doing and the stuff we're coming out with, it's, again, the same thing. It's a really young distillery. And if we're going to be stuck with six people, I want to have to try and grow and hopefully they figure it out because then my other options are only five more distilleries to drink from. I think I'd rather have someone that's been somewhat established or has gone through mass expansion because their product sold like crazy. So well, Wilderness Trail could be a possibility if, we wanna, if I want to look like that is someone that's they're not much younger. They're not much older than we are at Whiskey Acres. They're not a farm distillery. We even talked about them. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey was, Wild they Turkey. were on my original list and I took them off. Um, amazing stuff, but I just don't think there's enough like variety 
that I love. Mm -hmm. So if we want to look at scotches, the biggest scotch distilleries. Let me just touch on Whiskey Acres real quick. The only only reason why I thought about Whiskey Acres and they didn't make my notable mentions list, but um, because their knowledge on corn. And I thought, okay, these guys can teach these other distilleries more about corn. Maybe they can just do more growing instead of, uh, you know, just focusing on distilling. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think definitely too small and just haven't seen enough from them yet um, to be the final six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, it's um, like all these big dist- uh, I'm guessing like the majority of the big distilleries have pretty good relationship with the farmers they work with. They're just not growing their own grain. Um, True. But, but none of them, it's, none of them like use different types of corns for different whiskeys like true. whiskey acres does. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. like what drew me to whiskey yeah. acres. Yeah. Um, if we're looking at Scotch, just going by amount produced, your top nine, Glenn Fittich, Glenn Levitt, McKellen, Bowmore, Glenn Farkless, which I know Rob from Whiskey Acres Love, they were on the list. Highland Park, Ardbeg, Ebelor, and Kilcoman. Ebelor is a Any good of those one. worth. It's like I said, McKellen would be kind of the. So boring, because though. They, That's such McKellen. a boring yeah. answer. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't tried enough of the other ones to know their full profile. I mean, I tried to go Coleman when they were in at, uh, at gold Eagle. I just don't drink enough scotch to throw them on the list. Yeah. I, um, I almost think we just shouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> just all American. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Um, so, um, all right, I guess I'm fine. We're going to go too. that route. So if we're going to go all American. So what's our final options then? We got Maker's Mark, Castle and Key and Bardstown Bourbon Company. Uh, Buffalo Trace. It's too bad. On uh, your list, Buffalo Trace, Castle and Key. Too bad Gold Eagle doesn't um, distill. <laughs> we could put them on the you list. You wouldn't be able to pick it. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to pick you it. Could. You could. You'd work there. Um, um, I, I I think Buffalo Trace has to go on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just think there's too much history there, and again, just what they do with three mash bills is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um. So wild turkey, we're saying no on. We're gonna take Middleton off the list. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Ones that have been mentioned uh, either in the top six or, as Andro mentions, are both Maker's Mark and Old Elk. Um, I wouldn't be upset about Maker's Mark. I mean, I also have a barrel with my name on it there because I am an ambassador for that. Yeah, everyone has that, Dan. Not (laughs) everyone does have that. Everyone I know has that. Because some people do. Some people didn't know about it, and I'm mad that they don't give me Christmas gifts anymore. So I actually don't care if they're not on there because I didn't get my two dollars Christmas off. gift this year. Take them off. Didn't Take get your off. socks or your playing cards. My playing cards, the puzzle, and I forget the other one. I they got could see makers could keep it interesting with the private select program 
Uh, obviously, there's a thousand and one combinations, so that's a lot of different whiskeys to taste. Um, and we have seen that they do taste very different from one another. Um, but yeah, my the only reason I think I didn't put them on is just because one mash bill. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset. It's one of my favorite distilleries to go to. It's one of my favorite weeded bourbons to drink. I, I I just I don't feel comfortable committing to an all weeded bourbon distillery. Yeah, I I, I, I knew Jacob's gonna have that issue. Um, I'm still gonna if I was I was looking at mine, I would still pitch Old Elk probably above Makers. Makers is more of a sentimental yeah, but, for me. Uh, but you don't like you don't you have a problem with Old Elk? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't is like it Old Greg Elk. Greg Metz got sick and no. said, is it Greg no, got no, sick I, and couldn't make it to no, go legal? Is that what the beef is? I should is? not say that. I do like Old Elk. I love Old Elk. I don't like Old Elk on this list because I just think they're too similar to MGP. All okay. of their stuff, right? Yeah, all I of mean, their stuff right now MGP is MGP. Sitting on thirty years of of Greg Metz product, yeah. so mm-hmm. you're kind of already getting right. it. That's the only reason why I wouldn't pick Old Elk is just because we have MGP on the list. Old, all their barrels are from MGP, so I don't think there's really a, a reason. That we have to put them on there. What about? Uh, I'm not. I, I want to say this just for people to hate me, Dickel. <laughs> well, that was. I was gonna say there should be a Tennessee distillery on this list, in my opinion. <clears throat> just really want that. I'm still good with with Jack. Well, I'm good with it. Dickel. Dickel is a well. I, Cascade I mean, Hollow. Jack Daniels has just an absurd amount of whiskey in reserve. Um, I mean, Dickel does too. Dickel provides whiskey to a lot of different people. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I would prefer to have Jack. I think we would lose a um, lot of listeners if we said Dickel was on this list. <laughs> well, let's not say that because we don't have a lot of listeners in the first place. So, and if we put that on the if, list, we're going to have like yeah, three. If we, if, and one of them is probably... Jake's mom. If we go from 60 <laughs> listeners down to 30, I mean, that will be detrimental to the podcast. So I, I don't think we can put Dickel on the list. <laughs> I know. I know. I was saying it more for me. Yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad um, someone brought it up because it had to be touched on. I mm-hmm. didn't realize when I was looking at some of the bigger distilleries in terms of how big their stills that they're running are. I don't know their product line the greatest. But I was surprised to see, if you want to talk about Tennessee, uh, Nelson Greenbrier is on the list of some of the bigger distilleries in terms of mm. still size. Um, I didn't like their original sour mash that they have. Um, I do love the Bell Mead. Um, yeah. I haven't tried because they're getting rid of Bell Mead in, in Illinois. I think everything but Tennessee because um, they have their new uh, Nelson Greenbrier line coming out uh, that's very similar. Um, I, I wouldn't put them above uh, Jack if we wanted to go Tennessee, but that'd be another big one. I guess shocked with how much they actually did. So I think you convinced yourself that Jack should make the list. If, if we do Tennessee. Well, we don't have so to. The other thing, I know the other thing we haven't talked about is Texas. Mm. There's a lot of good distilleries in Texas. Nah, screw R- Texas. Roberto, speaking of Roberto, today, Roberto left the podcast. No Texas. <laughs> he he was at uh, Garrison today. Got there at 5 a.m. for release. 
What's coming said, out today? He said the line was like miles long at 5 a.m. It was the uh, uh, Laguna Madre. It's a 101 mm. proof thing. So he was there today. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a big Texas whiskey fan. Jake, oh, I mean, right. TX was one of your originals. Yeah, I, I love TX. But it's a blend. I mean, their bourbon is, is no, excellent too. But uh, I, I prefer the blend over their bourbon. If, if, but yeah, we can throw Texas out and put Jack Daniels on the list. I don't think there's. Yeah. A, I mean, you not should, Dan. Dan should be clamoring for that compromise because that means Bardstown is not on the list. Yeah, <laughs> no, Bardstown's not gonna make the list. Uh, At the end of the day, this is. I don't know, man. We can we can power. get heated here, and I th- I think I think it made some pretty good points with Bardstown. I I can talk about it. I don't want to say anything bad or anything. Uh, Why? You say there was bad some shit all the time. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. Just, you know, fair point. Um, there were some things that uh, when Rob and Nick were down there for, uh, were down in Kentucky for a few days, they saw some things that made them scratch their head a little bit with how they were doing some of the uh, stuff before they got to mashing, um, which they weren't a big fan of. So. Whatever. Bardstown yeah. was really for the ability to cr- create many different things and give us all a lot of variety. Um, and obviously... Oh, and MGP wasn't? Yeah, but Bardstown <laughs> comes with 50 to 100 brands that are already established. MGP comes, comes with... I know! Don't you want more variety? <laughs> Oh, I mean, if you want to go more variety, what about Middle West? Because that was the other one I thought. See? I just don't know their product I, line that well. Everything I've tried from Middle West has been incredible, and they are kind of emerging as like a mini MGP. Right. And maybe... I, 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 I thought about them for a while. I just don't know their product line up that great, so I couldn't... I think... Or who's all using their stuff for blends, so I couldn't put them on the list for sure, but I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think we don't really know enough about them to just pick them and throw them on the list. But, uh, that kind of brings up a good point mm-hmm. that maybe we should have like an under the radar, um, distiller like them that produces for other distilleries and brands. Yeah. Um, especially because MGP is kind of maxing out what they can do. They're not really taking on new brands and new clients because they don't have enough whiskey right now. And now they're really getting into buying established brands that already use their whiskey. Um, so I don't think there's a lot of room for MGP to expand, um, you know, and create more products than, than what's already yeah. out there with, uh, <clears throat> other brands that are buying and blending. Well, and uh, that actually brings up a good point about, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of on board with finding that under the radar supplier distillery as well. Um, but one other thing that I think is Castle a point he does that Bardstown. Too. Yes. Let's, I want to oh, hear yeah. it. I want to hear it. <laughs> So um, I I think we talked about this recently, but uh, I believe Bardstown is doubling their capacity in the near future as well, aren't they? Uh, I think they're adding a second massive column still. It wouldn't surprise me. I haven't soon. seen that yet, but I know like they're nonstop, just constantly building rickhouses and everything mm-hmm. is just getting filled as soon as they build. 
Perfect. Twice as much whiskey I won't drink. Uh, <laughs> You're probably drinking a lot of their whiskey and you don't even know it. <laughs> Actually, I don't have much of the stuff that they're... Because the Green River bottle I finished. Well, they, they also d- can't disclose like 70% of the right. brands that they're distilling. Nobody knows that they're distilling. Right. So majority of the stuff on my shelf, I'm pretty sure where it comes from. Um, so Jake, I, I'm not against Jack. I, we can still put it on. No, no, we're talking about Bardstown here. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, they're not on the list. That's Dan's, we need Dan's to talk panicking about. and he's saying he's okay with Jack because yeah, we're no. starting to go back to Bardstown. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jake's against Makers. Jack is a possibility. Middle West has popped up. Um, this Jake, is are uh, you were a little intrigued when I said Wilderness Trail? Um, um well, if, isn't Wilderness Trail part of? Wild Turkey. No, no, no. Just the Campari. Yeah, Campari, who owns Wild Turkey, bought Wilderness Trail. So they're still very separate. They're just same owners. Um, Yeah, yeah. Wilderness Trail does a lot of uh, does a lot of uh, distilling for other brands. Um, And actually, we don't have a Sweet Mash distiller on the list. That's another point that we might want to think about. Yeah. and they're also the king of yeast. So I would think when that's you true. get, when, yeah. you, when you, if you pick Wilderness Trail, that's going to come with all their yeast recipes and they supply yeast mm-hmm. to a lot of different or strains. Well, I should it's say. A separate company. It is, that's but so, company. so what you, but their lab is right I, on would, property of the distillery. And you don't think you would have access right. to that if you, if that one distillery kept going, the yeast is going to keep going. Well, if that distillery closed down, uh, yeast would keep going. Still okay. stay around. Yeah, because it's not a distillery. Um, I, it's it's I mean, a it, good thought, though. I mean, my so my opinion the, would the, be. So my opinion would be if we're going to add another, um, pro, like large producer, um, or or contract distiller to the list. I think my preference would be Castle and Key. Yeah. I'd give it our spirit. Um, It's funny when you talked about... um, They do have the added um, factor of the incredible gin. um, Yeah. That I think is like a decent thing to think about. Incredible gin, smaller kind of crafty distillery. Um, and yes, gorgeous grounds. Mm-hmm. Trying to think, um, of other people and sweet mash that we haven't talked about. We, what's funny was when you talked about yeast, the first other one that came to my, the other one that came to my head was four roses. And I love how none of us mentioned four roses I know. at all, but I just, I'm not a big, fan. I mean, I, I like four roses, enough. but there's not enough. Yeah. There's not enough variety, even yeah. with the, even with the yeah. 10 different recipes, um, they, they still only have four products minus the barrel picks. Yeah. Yeah. Lux row doesn't, their product lineup isn't one of my favorites. No. Um, so I would say, I think the real fight is Jack Castle and key and, or Bardstown. And I would say Jack Dan, Castle key middle West. Dan's got to make a, Dan's got to make an argument or a compromise on Bardstown. <laughs> I'm not making a compromise on Bartown. Uh, 
I'm fine with either Jack or Castle and Key. Middle West would be kind of the outlier. Um, but I'm fine with either one of those. I think it's Castle um, and Key or Bardstown. Castle and Key it is. All right, so. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Yeah, this is tough. Uh, um, I mean, this is where it would be cool uh, if we were recording this live to just have people chime in and give some give some distilleries to think about because I'm sure there's probably a couple that we're mm-hmm. not touching on. Um, so obviously, well, what they can do in the, is comments, in the comments, yeah, down if you're below listening, they can please leave, comment. leave some That's... comments, and uh, maybe on the next episode we will uh, talk about it. Um, if you leave something good, yeah. I mean, gotcha. so looking at our final list then, because it's been cited, Bard sounds been thrown off. It's, it is who Jim Beam. I did. <laughs> and I got the I got the I got the uh, typed up sheet over here. It's on the. Typed oh, up all sheet. right. We can't delete it now. It's already our, typed up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Typed up and highlighted. So our final list: Jim Beam, MGP, Heaven Hill, Starlight, Buffalo Trace, Castle. And all right. Can you do me a favor? I just say four of those. And I just want to say four of those six are on my list. Can you also which? So what? Can you can yep. you put an honorable mention section and put Bardstown Bourbon Company on the list? No. Yes. No, it obviously dishonorable mention. No, it was obviously an honorable mention. Put Bardstown Bourbon Company, it Maker's was, Mark, and Jack. It was mentioned. It was Those mentioned. three are the three runners up. <laughs> we'll have we'll have honorable mentions. And that is gonna be uh Maker's Mark. Uh Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, and then we'll and have mentions. Bart Bourbon <laughs> is Bart Bourbon. All right, Dan typed it. We'll it That's mentions. all I care about. Dan typed we'll it just, in. It, it made called, it called, made the sheet. It made Dan's sheet. <laughs> it made the mentions list. It was mentioned. I could also put all the other bourbon companies we or whiskey companies we mentioned on here. No, no, no. Those uh, are like the three <laughs> that actually make... could have made the list. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> one could have made the list, but then, like one day after we went down to six distilleries, there'd only be five distilleries left. Yeah, we should have. One we... might accidentally have something happen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Some alcohol vapor went out. And there's a fire that started. <laughs> oh no! Um, so yeah, so that is our list of six distilleries. We would save, like I started off with, all America because everyone knows that America is the greatest thing in the world. Um, Jim Beam, MGP, Heaven Hill, Starlight, Buffalo, Trace, Castle, and Key is the six we came together and said if there was only six distilleries left in the world, those would be the ones we'd want to keep. Overall, pretty good list. Nothing too surprising on there. Um, Starlight's probably the biggest standout on there, uh, but I like having it on there. Yeah, I think think that's an interesting but very good choice. I think just for the variety that they bring to the table, like we talked about. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Jake, you got your wish of, you said Buffalo trace could be on the list of either castle and key or Jack Daniels is on the list and castle and key snuck in, not because of their uh, bourbon, but because of their rye and their gin. That's how an MBA negotiates Dan. (laughs) And because of their (laughs) grounds. Yeah. The grounds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that. So of the places I said Bardstown had the coolest experience. Castle and Key had the best grounds. Um, 
Go to if you're <laughs> if you're down in Kentucky, I would recommend going to those over Buffalo Trace because Buffalo Trace is just too much Disneyland. Yeah, that is you're uh, in a fight with a massive line yeah. of people that are trying to get. Yeah, you're, you're not going to get any anything out of Buffalo Trace in terms of bottles, so just don't even. Yeah. Go. Well, you can if you get there early in the morning, but you're going to fight with people. Yeah, you'll fight for a for yeah. Taylor Small bottle. Batch or Weller Special Reserve or Blanton's. Yeah. Um, but I, actually, Buffalo Trace almost didn't make my list just because it's not really a place that I like to go and visit when I'm down there anymore. It yeah. used to be five years ago. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, it's gotten very commercialized. It's still a really cool property to check out. If you've never, ever been there, just go there and walk the grounds. Um, but yeah, it is a little absurd. How many, how many people line up every day to just get these tater bottles? <laughs> yeah. I- All right. I wanted to try and be controversial and not include them on the list. I, I did too. They I snuck on mine and I, I, I felt too, like I couldn't can. not do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I'm not going to put Buffalo Trace on the list. And then I was going through it. I'm like, no, I had Buffalo the same Trace thought process. Why? Well, the only reason I didn't is because I knew both of you. Would. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So that was kind of a little fun, little thought experiment. Got our brain, um, got got our brain working for the me. day. Yeah, yeah, it should I help your hangover. Take a nap now. I gotta. I will not be taking a nap. I think I'll do a few things around the house and then continue <laughs> drinking. So, all right. Well, uh, let's plug. It's your cue, Jake. Me? I thought Bourbon Matters. Go ahead and plug Gold Eagle. All right, Gold Eagle, GoldEagleWine.com. Check us out on Instagram at Gold Eagle Wine. Check us out on Facebook at Gold Eagle Spirits. Um, and, uh, yeah, come see us in Libertyville and pick out some good booze and visit Drew at the bar. We got to get him on. We had two. We do. Yeah. I mean, I actually talked to him about it. He said, yeah, I would love it. Um, it'd be a very funky episode, but, um, why not? <laughs> well, that'll that'll be Jake's that'll be Jake's deck episode. Yeah, we well we need a. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you want that liability. There's a good chance he might fall off the deck. <laughs> he's got he's got no insurance. He's fine. Um, but we do have to we, we do uh, have to come up with a really good topic uh, for when he's on. Maybe it just can be focused. Let Drew. Yeah, pick. He, we can let him think I, about I it. Just something I just about want the bar Drew to review movies. <laughs> just just <laughs> life as a bartender. How he went from uh, he. I mean, mm-hmm. when I started working at Gold Eagle, he was two nights a week part time cashier. And now he's full-time bartender. He, we didn't even have a bar when he started working at Gold Eagle. So it would kind of be cool to hear his story, how it evolved when since he's been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's worked there longer than I have. We can do that. Let him pick the whiskey <laughs> we drink that night. Let We'll just have a Drew episode. Cool. The people would love it. All right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Bourbon Matters. You can listen to us on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can watch us on Spotify and YouTube. Um, leave a comment about what your top six distillery list would be to save in the end of the world. And um, yeah, like, subscribe, rate, um, click the notification bell, all those little things um, on every platform. Awesome. Well, that was a fun little experiment. I'm glad Bardstown Bourbon Company is no longer going to exist. So we solved that out. Um, Hopefully you guys get out of your hangovers today. Um, I will try and join you in that (laughs) boat tomorrow. 
I'll Have also fun. be in that boat tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Good guys. Cheers, guys.